Hello and welcome to the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast. It's finally arrived. Christmas for golf fans is here. It's Masters Week. I cannot wait and I can't wait to bring you this week's podcast with a twist. So stay tuned and tell me at the end of the podcast on social media and on other various channels that you can contact me if you like the new format. I'm not going to spend any time this week talking about the course because I do not believe that you need to know anything about Augusta National. Those of you that will be tuning into this podcast will be very familiar familiar with the track itself and the nuances and the type of skill sets that are required to be successful. It goes without saying, I am players of a premium. You have to put well and you need to be in decent form coming into the event to stand a chance. That's that done. This week's format, it will look like this. I'm going to be covering off five big price players that I believe have an outside chance of winning the Masters. These are players that I'd be including in DraftKings lineups and may go under the radar. They're also players that you might want to consider for markets like the top 20, top 10 and make the cut. Five big priced outsiders coming your way in this podcast. Then, five players to avoid at the top of the market. Five players I feel have no chance of winning the Masters, and yes, some of them are under 20 to 1, all of them under 50 to 1. So all of them in the top 25, 30% of the betting market, and I'm ruling five of them out for you. So stay tuned, because they also might help you build your DraftKings lineups, and also give you some insights on on players that might be overrated by the betting market. And then finally, my five outright selections for this week. A couple that I'm extremely excited to bring you and a couple that will come from left field. So stay tuned. The next 20 minutes, we're not going to go over 20 minutes this week. I'm going to do five minutes on each segment, five minutes on players to avoid, five minutes on my outright selections, and five minutes on the big price players that I think have a chance of winning the Masters. Quick recap of last week. Those of you that followed the selections blindly will have benefited from a place payout on Chris Kirk. Depending on where you place the bet, you might have got a full payout or part payout, but nevertheless, it should have covered the stakes for the week if you split your stakes equally across all, (coughs) excuse me, all players. Some hard lines in terms of the fact that Van Rooyen had a genuine chance come Saturday. He shot himself out the tournament with a triple bogey six on the par three third. He did well to recover and nearly got a place payout for us, ending up finishing one shot outside the places on Sunday evening, which was very disappointing considering he didn't just bogey or double bogey, triple bogey, and that is definitely hard to come back from. Abram Anser, he disappointed after an unbelievable start. He lost five shots in his last two holes day one. Put him back to even par, uphill battle from there on in, and he did nearly sneak into a place payout himself, albeit it wouldn't have been a very big one, 
but unfortunately just couldn't find those extra strokes at the end of Sunday to get himself into the places. So slightly disappointing week, but no money's lost if you were to split the stakes evenly across the four players that we put forward. So onto this week, a bit of housekeeping before I get into the five minute sections on the top player players that I do not believe can win the tournament, the five big price players that I think can win it, and the outright selections that I will be putting forward for you to follow. Before we get there, a bit of housekeeping. If you are enjoying the podcast, can you please like, subscribe on the social media channels? There will be content coming to you on Saturday morning for two ball picks prior to the final two rounds of the Masters. If you want to be part of that, drop me an email at gingerbets, that's gingerbets at iCloud.com. If you drop me an email, I will add you to the subscriber list and you will get the two ball selections for Saturday and Sunday. You do not want to miss out on that. Also, if you join that list, you will be able to get the previews on a Sunday evening or Monday afternoon ahead of the week's action moving forward. The podcast will not be released till Tuesday. Prices will have changed. Value will have gone. So if you want to get the early information, the early tips and all the latest insights, sign up and subscribe via sending me an email, an email to gingerbets at iCloud.com. Just with your email address, that's all I need. You can remain anonymous and I will add you to the subscriber list to get the latest insights. No more on that. Let's get in to this week's podcast. I cannot wait and let's hope we can give you the winner. I'm expecting to be able to give you a good run for your money come Sunday evening. So with the slight change in format this week, no course form, analysis no skill sets required section as I feel that they're fairly obvious and you can read about them everywhere in the golf media circles this week so I'm going to bring you a slight twist five big price players that aren't in my final outright selections but I would encourage you to consider for DraftKings purposes if that's a game that you play or if you're looking for a real speculative punt these might be players that you land on. So let's try and cover them off in five minutes flat. First up, most confident selection in terms of the big price players, one that I'll be looking to play in the top 20 markets for sure and will be popular in my DraftKings cash lineups, Corey Connors. First player that I believe is overpriced and at a massive price has a chance of Certainly placing, but reaching that top 20, Corey Connors. He's available 80 to 1. He's 6 overall in my model. He's 6 in approach shots gained data in the last 50 rounds. He's 4th in ball striking data in the last 50 rounds. He's 10th last year at this event. He's only played in the event twice. He has a 10th last year. He came into last year's event off the win of the Texas, uh, winning the Valero Texas Open. This year he's performed admirably in that event when defending, and he comes in here a much more comfortable uh, position in his PGA Tour career, striking the ball as good as anyone, 
And in addition to all of that, a real key stat at Augusta National, one that goes underrated, greens in regulation, and he lies second in the last 50 rounds. So first big priced outsider consideration, Corey Connors. I would also consider Corey for first round leader bets if that is your type of thing. Second one, Si Woo Kim. He's available at 125 to one. Again, I would consider him for the first uh, round leaders if you're looking for a speculative bet and also consider him for top 20 markets. Siwoo has made the cut here in his last three attempts. He's had four, excuse me. He's had four visits, made the cut in his last three. He's in a lot more consistent form than he ever has been in his career. He's less injury prone than ever, and he's also more consistent in his golf game. His iron play is his strength, and iron play is the key at Augusta National, without a shadow of a doubt. He also has very good bogey avoidance stats and, bird, uh, 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 and birdie average stats on par fours, which are going to stand him in good stead this week. So... I just think at 125 to 1, if you're looking for a big price player and want, you know, a chance of winning proper money come Sunday evening, he is someone I would consider. So the second selection for the big price players to win the Masters potentially, Siwoo Kim. Third selection, Harris English. Harris English comes in at 125 to 1 this week. He isn't in the greatest of form and he's not played a lot of events since the turn of the year. I'm unsure as to whether he's had an injury, to be honest, but he's definitely not played as much as you would like to see. However, going back six months, he was one of the most improved players of 2020 and it would not surprise me if the track plays fast and firm on a difficult test, whether his baseline skill set gets him through and gives him a chance of a place pet out, but certainly the top 20. It would not surprise me if he was to sneak his way into that. So if you're looking for a big price winner, third selection and a third player for you to consider, Harris English. Fourth player then. He was on my list last week because of his elite iron play. Full selection, big price at 225 to 1 is available with nine places. Lanto Griffin. Griffin is a really, really good iron player. He's 30th in my model, but he's 10th in overall model, that is, but he's 10th in approach play in the last 50 rounds. In 175 yards to 200 yards, which there are plenty of shots from that range, he also stands out. He's 31st in proximity to the hole over the last 50 rounds and 32nd in ball striking. For a player that's 225 to 1, where off the tee game isn't really that important at Augusta, I feel that he has a chance of making a top 20. And at $6,400 in DraftKings, he's a player that I would be considering. He'll be part of many of my lineups. So fourth selection, Lanto Griffin. And the fifth big price player that I want to put forward for the week, Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer is available at 150 to 1 with eight places. He's in the top 30 in proximity to the hole over the last 50 rounds on my model. 
He's gained strokes on approach in six of the last events that he's taken part in. So therefore striking the ball really well with his irons and that is good characteristic for Augusta National. He's gained strokes putting in six of his last eight uh, events as well. So again, coming into Augusta, for somebody who's priced so lowly in DraftKings and such an outsider, he is a player that comes in in really good, consistent form. That He'll have low expectations of winning the event and could really surprise a few people and reach a place payout, but certainly capable of a top 20. He's also top 20 in his last two events at the Players and the Texas Open, which are two really tough tracks that demand good ball striking, very much like Augusta. So fifth selection in the big priced outsider select section this week will be Ryan Palmer. So to recap quickly for you, five players that I feel have a genuine chance at a huge price of winning the Masters and certainly finishing in the top 20 if you're looking to play that market. Corey Connors, 80 to 1. Siwoo Kim, 125 to 1. Harris English, 125 to 1. Ryan Palmer, 150 to 1. And Lanto Griffin, 225 to 1. Let's get into five players to avoid at the top of the market. Five players to avoid at the top of the market coming to you next. This is what you tune into the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast for. I'm going to give you five players now that are the top of the betting market, popular with lots of punters out there, popular with lots of media sites that I feel have zero chance of winning this week's Masters. One of them, I wouldn't go as far to say has zero chance, but I don't feel that he will win this week. It is easy to rule out the likes of Mike Ware, you know, Brendan Todd, Matt Wolf at the moment, Michael Thompson, Martin Laird, Vijay Singh. It's easy to rule those out, but I'm going to bring you five players at the top of the market who I think you can rule out and also may want to rule out from your DraftKings lineups. So who are they? Let's get to it and let's not mess about. Let's get straight to the headline one, the most controversial one. Can't believe I'm saying it, but Dustin Johnson will not and cannot win the 2021 Masters. Let me tell you why. I don't believe that he's in great current form. I think there's some slight niggling issues around maybe some injury concerns. He's also missing the ball off the tee in both directions, left and right, and he's got a horrible left miss at the moment, which at Augusta National isn't good off the tee box. That equals out of bounds and that equals trouble. He only sits seventh in my model, despite being the favorite with the bookmakers. He's 26th in my model in strokes gained approach over the last 50 rounds, and he's 30th in proximity from 150 to 200 yards. Not stats that set you alight at nine to one. He also lost 4.9 strokes versus the field at the players. So against the rest of the field in the players, he's the most recent outing, he lost 4.9 strokes against the field. That's a lot to turn around in a short space of time. He is capable, but the first player, the most controversial one that I'm dismissing this week, cannot win the Masters, will not win the Masters, Dustin Johnson. You heard it here first on the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast. Cue egg on my face this time next week. Joking aside, he has 11% chance of winning. He's the most, uh, definitely the most probable player to win this week, and I'm telling you, he cannot win. Second up, not so controversial, but on similar lines as Dustin, not in great form. 
Tyrrell Hatton cannot win the Masters this week. Let me tell you why. He's why he's got a recent dip in form that is too severe. He's not showing consistency. His attitude has also dropped. The club throwing is something that we didn't see when his game was on song a couple of months back. That we have seen in recent times. His straight ball flight is not suited to Augusta National. The players that have had success here move the ball both ways off the tee. If you think of some names that pop to your head, Tiger Woods, Sergio Garcia, Justin Rose, not a winner but a great performer here, DJ, um, Patrick Reed. These are players that move the ball both ways off the tee and with their irons, and it's not something that Tyrrell does for fun. He is an incredible ball striker, but he doesn't move it left to right and right to left for fun. He's got a really poor major record of recent times and his Masters record is goddamn awful. He's missed two cuts from four events and the other two that he made, he finished a distance 40th plus. Happy to pass over. Second player to dismiss, Tyrrell Hatton. Third player to dismiss, Brooks Kepka. Brooks was high on my list earlier in the year and I have my biggest ever golf bet sat on Brooks this week. It is not good. He was placed at 14 to 1 some months back. He's now available at 32, 34, 36 to 1 on the machine. He cannot win the golf tournament. He cannot come off this layoff where a short game is going to be essential and be as fine-tuned as he needs to be. And also, with Brooks, when he's gone into his big major performances in recent times, he's played the week before, and not only has he played, he's competed, and he's teeter green game the week before winning his major championships, four of them, may I add, has been, Im has been impeccable. It has been really, really solid, and therefore, I am happy to dismiss can't believe I'm saying it, Brooks Kepka from winning the 2021 Masters. Fourth player to dismiss, Hideki Matsuyama. Tell you why, he cannot put for Toffee. His putting is not as good as some of the players that I play with at the weekend and part of the um, alternative Birmingham Golf Insurance Betting Society. It is not as good as some of the players in that. He is awful. He's off the tee, albeit not that important, Augusta. Stats are really poor, losing strokes in four of his last five events. Seven of his last nine events, he's lost strokes, gained putting as well. So there's two parts of his game that really, if you're going to win the Masters, you need to be not losing against the field in these areas. And certainly putting, people think that the Masters is an iron playing contest. Putting is a major factor in success here and Hideki puts awfully. So, for the reasons that his putting's off, his tee game's off, his iron play isn't as good as it is when he's at his elite level, I'm happy to put a line through Hideki Matsuyama. And the fifth and final selection this week, he's gonna be popular with loads after his second place finish last year, Player to avoid, Sunjay Im. Let me tell you why. Sunjay has lost strokes in four of his, strokes gained on approach in four of his last five events. He's lost strokes against the field. He has not done that for in his past in his career at all. He's not gone that that that, that long without gaining strokes on the field and approach. And you're going to have to do that this week. The conditions that he played in November are going to comp be completely different this week. He's in for a different test, and therefore I'm looking at him a bit like a debutant, and debutants don't have a great record at the Masters. I'm just not sure that he has the skill set and is in the form of his life 
to be winning. So he has been popular with others and he'll be popular in many golf betting circles this week. But for me, I'm happy to pass over him and I encourage you to do so. So a quick recap of five players, not at the bottom of the market, may I add, at the top of the market that you should avoid this week in order. Dustin Joss Johnson, Tyrrell Hatton, Brooks Kepka, Hideki Matsuyama and Sunjay Im. Now for the bit that you've all been waiting for, my five outright selections for the week that are going to give you interest come Sunday evening and hopefully provide you with the Masters winning ticket. Stay tuned, coming next. We have had the drum roll. We've had the five best big price bets for the week that might be useful for your top 20 markets. We've had five players to avoid at the top of the market that might help you with your DraftKings lineups and creating your final portfolio yourself. And now, the bit that you're all waiting for. The Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast 5 Outright Selections for the Masters 2021. Let's get straight to it. The first and most confident selection of the week without a shadow of a doubt, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is the first outright selection for the week. He is certainly my most confident pick. He is the winner of the Players' Tournament. He is first in my model. He's first in strokes gained tee to green in the last 50 rounds. He's third in proximity in the last 50 rounds. He's 10th in approach play in the last 50 rounds. He has improved with every visit to Augusta National resulting in a fourth place last year. Justin Thomas will be my main selection of the week at a 12 to one win only bet. Fill your boots on Justin. Second selection. And he is probably my most lucrative payout now that I've ruled out Brooks. Brooks is not an option for me at all. Um, he does have the biggest bet um, that I've ever placed on a golf uh, on a golf single in my life on him. However, I don't believe he can win. So, who is the player that I most want to win? The 2021 Masters. Well, let me give you some of his stats. He is gaining strokes on approach, a key statistic at Augusta in nine of his last ten events. He is an elite iron player. He can play soft, fast, hard, quick conditions equally well. It doesn't matter to him if it's minus 15 this week or minus 5th. He has a ninth and a 17th place finish at his last two Masters. He is the top player in my model in strokes gained tee to green. Second selection of the week, Patrick Cantlay. 22 to 1, nine places with William Hill. Fill your boots. Let's not keep you waiting any longer and let's get into the third selection of the week. He comes from down under. He's a previous winner of the Masters, which means it can only be one for those of you that are golf enthusiasts and golf nuts. You'll know who I'm coming to now. 
He's a top 10 in approach play in the last 50 rounds. He's a top 10 player in strokes gained tee to green in the last 50 rounds. He will be fresh and raring to go. He has said that he's only interested in 10 events a year, and this is the one that he's interested in most. He gained 7.2 strokes against the field in strokes gained approach play at the Honda. He had a top 10 earlier this year at the Farmers Insurance Open. Third selection of the week, available at a ridiculous 66 to 1, Adam Scott. Fourth selection of the week. He is another past winner of this event. Course form stands up well at Augusta and I'm hearing that this week it may play fast and firm which is another reason why I have considered this player and made him part of my portfolio. He's a past winner here. He had a top 10 last year. He plays well in the majority of majors and mentally he's extremely tough. His stats aren't great, but that never concerns me with this guy. To give you some idea, he's 25th in greens in regulation in the last 50 rounds. He's 46th in strokes gained approach in the last 50 rounds. He's 70th in strokes gained proximity in the last 50 rounds. However, none of that concerns me because he has killer instinct. He reads the game well, he feels the tournament well, and he'll know what he has to do at any given time. He's the man they all love to hate. The fourth selection of the week, and one that I'm really happy to have as part of my portfolio. Patrick Reed, available at 33 to 1. Plenty of places, each way. You take that, and then you expect to have you a chance come Sunday evening. The fifth and final selection for the 2021 Masters is a player that's second in my model. He's second in approach play the last 50 rounds. He is second in proximity in the last 50 rounds from 150 to 175 yards. He is seventh from 175 to 200 yards. He is 12th in greens in regulation. He is fifth in tee to green stats over the last 50 rounds. He has five top tens at Augusta National. I cannot believe that I'm saying it. I've even got a note saying never, ever, ever in a major. Tip him up. Move on. However, he's so well primed on the statistical model that I have to include him as my fifth choice this week. So the fifth and final selection for the Masters 2021 will be Paul Casey, available at 40 to 1 with plenty of places. So to recap, the five outright selections for the 2021 Masters in order of preference are JT, Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott, Patrick Reed and Paul Casey. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for taking the time to subscribe to the podcast and the comments that have been made. Thank you to the people that shared their email last week to be part of the subscriber service and get the early insights. One final reminder on that. There will be a subscriber service going forward. The podcast will not be released until Tuesday or Wednesday evening. By that time, the value may have gone on plenty of selections. So therefore, I encourage you to drop me an email at gingerbets at iCloud.com. 
gingerbets at icloud.com. Drop me an email, I will add you to the subscriber list and then you will get all the latest tips, insights, thoughts, direct to your email each and every week. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Let's hope we have something to cheer come Sunday evening and nothing else. Be good. Thank you.